A few verses later, in 2 Thessalonians 2, Paul talks about this enigmatic restrainer. He talks to the Thessalonians like it's old news. I suggest that it was old news, and that Paul got his understanding of the identity and purpose for the restrainer from Matthew 24. Let's read what Paul wrote first. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first and the man of sin is revealed. Do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things? And now you know what is restraining, that he may be revealed in his own time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way, and then the lawless one will be revealed. The pre-tribulational view teaches that the restrainer is the Holy Spirit, and that he will be removed with the church at the rapture. There is a scriptural problem here, though, because we are told that the Antichrist cannot be revealed until the restrainer is taken out of the way, but we are told that our being gathered together to him will not happen until the Antichrist, or man of lawlessness, is revealed. The logic of the restrainer being the Holy Spirit and being removed at the rapture is an impossibility. The scriptural order is, number one, the restrainer is taken out of the way, and number two, the Antichrist is revealed, and number three, the church raptured. Who, then, is the restrainer? The answer to the question of who the restrainer is lies in the Old Testament, in the book of Daniel, in a parallel verse to Matthew 24, verses 15 through 22. Parallel because this is the section in Daniel about the abomination of desolation, and it's where Jesus told us to turn if we wanted to know what he was talking about. And I'm sure that Paul did, in fact, turn to Daniel 12. And here he would have found this passage about the abomination of desolation, which says, and at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince, which standeth for the children of thy people. And there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation, even to that same time. Some people say that this is Michael standing up to protect his people. But if that's the case, he kind of does a terrible job of it, because the minute he, quote, stands up, there is trouble like has never happened before. And we find out from Zechariah 13 that starting at this very time, Two-thirds of Israel, whom he's supposed to be protecting, will be killed. It actually appears that Michael stops restraining at the abomination of desolation. One theory is that he's needed somewhere else at this exact time. In Revelation 12, it says, And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels, and prevailed not. Neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world, he was cast out into the earth. And his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now has come salvation and strength, for the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. Therefore rejoice, ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil has come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knows that he hath but a short time. And when the dragon saw that he was cast into the earth, he persecuted the woman which brought forth the man-child. And to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle, that she might fly into the wilderness, into her place, where she is nourished for a time and times and half a time, from the face of the serpent. So this phrase, time, times, and half of times, in Revelation 12, gives us a direct link back to the event in Daniel 7, verse 25, when he's talking about the abomination that causes desolation, and uses this exact same phrase. It is the dragon which gives the beast his power. It would seem that Michael is currently holding back the revealing of the Antichrist, but at some point in the future, he will be called to heaven to battle Lucifer. He will prevail over Satan, and he will be cast to the earth. Satan then goes after the woman through the beast whom he gives power to. 
we see that Michael has apparently been given this particular power to battle with Satan. He is uniquely qualified to restrain the workings of Satan. Remember what Jude said? Quote, Yet Michael the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses. So all Paul had to do was to do as Christ said and look up the abomination of desolation in Daniel. And what he would have found is this incident where Michael's standing up is a crucial aspect to the timeline of the abomination of desolation. The idea that Michael the archangel is a restrainer has been peer-reviewed at Oxford Theological Journals, and I would encourage you to take a look at some of the links on your screen for more information about that. 